This week on The Darkest Timeline, join Annie, Dina, Kristen, and Lynn to discuss If Things Were Perfect by Mulder's Lady, 60 by Dawson Rambo, and Sea Glass Blue by Mel Forbes. It's the darkest time. Happy topic we're talking about today, huh? Happy to- oh, totally. Well, what's oh, fun happy. is like with this group, you know, no matter how dark and depressing the topic is, <laughs> we always have fun. Yeah, always. Just like bring on the angst. We can do yeah. it. Yeah. It's what we do. It's what we do. Now, just a quick question before we start. Is there a certain order we want to do this in? Because I do feel like maybe we want to end on a strong note or do we? Yeah. I I would go if things were perfect, 60 C-class blue. Okay, cool. Personally. Yes. That's how I, I read it. That's a great, yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I was thinking just, as well. Thankfully. It's just an order of depth and complexity, you know? And if things were perfect, probably isn't a huge conversation. 60 is really short. Yes. So. All right. I mean, if things were perfect, could be a huge conversation for other <laughs> well, reasons. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, true. It's fine. So it's whenever fine. we touch on that one, I want to give you, I want to, I feel like I should justify why I brought it to everybody's attention in the first place. And like, because <laughs> otherwise I think to a lot of people, it probably wouldn't kind of stand out as, you know, anything that you would write home about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there isn't, there is a backstory there. There's an explanation there. I look forward to hearing that. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Darkest Timeline. I'm Annie, and I am joined by Kristen, Dina, and Lynn. Today, we are talking about the ever-so-happy topic of Mulder and Scully getting married while she has cancer. (laughs) And then she probably dies. So... (laughs) Maybe, possibly. <laughs> Maybe, possibly, depending Definitely on how you look doesn't. at it. And some of them. <laughs> yeah. And some of them. Um, and I guess today we are going to start off with if things were perfect, then we will continue our chat with 60 and end on the, again, ever so happy sea glass blue. So I guess let's start. Uh, Lynn, you brought this one to our attention. You were saying that you had a specific reason, and I think we all have a lot of thoughts about this one. Mm-hmm. What was yeah. your reason? So if things were perfect is a fic that I came across in the old days, cause I'm an OG file. And, um, when I started reading fic, so this would have been back in like 2000, I guess, or something like that. And I was new to fic and I never really talked about it with anybody and I wasn't part of any online forums or discussions, but I happened to across this one and it was the first AU that I ever read. Mm. So that right there is kind of why it's always stuck out to me. And I didn't really know how, I guess I wasn't super savvy back in the day. And I guess also I didn't have as much time probably as I wanted to like spend on reading fic, but so I didn't really like seek out that genre. But I just happened to cross this and I was like, this is really cool. Like I was just so fascinated by the concept. So that's why it's always really stood out to me. The fact that it happens to be pretty angsty and it has the ending that it does. That was kind of the icing on the cake for me because I like the angsty stuff. Um, but I think you've really the always liked the angst. I yes, definitely okay. have. So that was just okay. that just made it even better. But that's the reason why I've always kind of remembered it. Um, and it was the first and really one of the only AUs I read back, back in the old days. Um, and so it's just always stuck with me. And then when I came kind of got involved with the fandom again, 
in the last few years, I was like, I wonder if I can find that fic. And I looked for it and sure enough, I found it. It was still out there and I reread it. And, you know, I still like the story as far as, you know, the actual execution. um, I know it leaves something to be desired because it's not really written in the same caliber as like a lot of the other stuff that we read. So for anybody that hasn't read it, but might just keep that in mind. Like, I think to me, the appeal of it is more just the story and the plot. Um, There's some interesting parts of it. And I do like the universe that this writer created. The execution, the writing, you know, it's not quite what we're usually used to. And so that does kind of take away from it some, which, you know, is a totally understandable argument. I get that. But um, it's just so deliciously sad that, you know, that's why there's always kind of a soft spot in my heart for it. So I'm really curious to hear what you guys thought about it. Yeah. What did everyone else think about it? First impressions? Once I started reading it, I remembered that I had read it before. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered <laughs> my thoughts on it. <laughs> and what are those thoughts? And, yeah. So if, for me, it was hard to get past the writing, some of the lines. There's some grammar issues, some run-on mm-hmm. sentences, some Even like some sort of... That, um, Oh my god, um, it's not Reggie. Is it Reggie? Yeah, no. yeah. Yes. yeah, it is Reggie. Yeah, it's Reggie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, is it me saying the wrong name? You know why? It's because the cat your cat is now <laughs> the Reggie. Like, hey, am I talking about your cat or was that the character? <laughs> yeah, he's not around anymore. He was knocking stuff off and like behind the couch earlier. So too bad Reggie's not here for this. Yeah, just some of the lines he says and they're just, do you remember any specifics? I'm, I'm I, you know curious. what I have. I think I do have them highlighted, and I'll I'll go through them and I'll because <laughs> um, uh, I this okay. So I I said it in the chat. I'm like this might be the fic that I cannot finish, and I would oh. and I would have never thought that it would have been this fic. <laughs> no, I thought it would probably one of the ones we've already read. You know, but wow. this fic honestly was, and that was pretty early on actually. Um, because of the writing or because of the story. I can get past the writing. It's the the characterizations, I guess, is what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah the writing, not, I, can, I can get over like bad grammar and that kind of stuff. It doesn't, unless it's like super horrible throughout the whole thing, it doesn't really mm-hmm. affect me that much, but it was the characterization that really got me. And if someone else wants to go and I can find the lines and I'll let you know when I, <laughs> the ones that were, yeah, that really just stuck, out, stuck out to you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, did you really just say this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely yeah. don't disagree with that that take about the characterization. Yeah, that's, that's one of my true. notes in there is what well, did you think about the characterization? So yeah, that's not, was it, it was really like, not them. Were he no. yeah, where he's leaving to like walk her home. Yeah. Like, oh, I have to leave my case. I'm investigating to walk her home. I'm yeah. like, really? And that yeah. whole I don't know if you have this as your line, Dina, but where um Reggie says, Oh, hey, you didn't tell me you were sleeping together. And he Mulder says we're not. We're not sleeping together. I haven't even French kissed her yet. And I'm like, that's a weird thing to say. Yeah, like, I did. Yeah. I'm like, who even says French kiss on you? But like, who? I mean, back in the 90s, maybe. Sure. I mean, okay. And and I also got the feeling, maybe because of the writing, that this was written by somebody who wasn't uh, like, I don't know, maybe they were a teenager or like late sure. teens. Yeah. Or, I think it was written by a mm-hmm. fairly young writer. And yeah. so, you know, their take on some things was not like, not quite the way we would see things. That's always the impression I got is it was written by somebody very young. That, and I have to say, go writer because this yes, is yes, so nice and dark. Yes. Like usually yeah. younger writers tend to keep it very happy mm-hmm. and very like idealistic. And this was like, 
total polar opposite of that. (laughs) And it totally makes sense to if it's a younger writer and maybe someone who hadn't had a lot of experience because it does talk about never having been kissed before and being a virgin and, you know, I always get that impression. So I think if I could take myself and put myself in a different headspace, like as a younger person, I'd probably read it differently than I read it as an adult mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. I think that was the other reason why it didn't turn me off straight away. Cause if probably if I mm-hmm. read that exact same fic today, knowing what I know now and like what I'm used to mm-hmm. reading now, I'd be mm-hmm. like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, back then when I was like 18 years old and I hadn't read that much fic and it was the first AU and all this stuff that I'd ever read. So it didn't, it didn't strike me quite the same way. Like that didn't turn me off the way it probably would now. But yeah, I always had the voice of the story always seemed like it was coming from a much younger writer. And also the fact that this was written so long ago, where now we have a lot of stories of, you know, mm-hmm. college AU, college AU is its mm-hmm. own tag, yeah. its own genre, really. Totally. We didn't have that back then. That's, that's kind Not of a really. big deal. Not really, yeah. No. yeah. I can't think of a lot of older OG 90s or late, yeah. uh, late, late 90s, early 2000s fix that are going to be college AU. So good I for just, them. Yeah. Yeah. I know, good for them. And, yeah. you know, I when I found it, I was like, this is amazing. And I didn't know how to search for AUs because this was before hashtags. And, you know, yeah, on Gossamer, there were, there. I think there was a classification for AU, but I don't think there was a lot of stuff there. I just wasn't very good at searching for it or something. I don't know, but it's just, it's much easier to find now um, than it was back then. I feel like. I just realized, I don't think I gave a synopsis of this <laughs> or who wrote oh, no. it. <laughs> we just kind of <laughs> dove in. So I'm which is gonna, okay. I'm going to, I didn't even let everyone say hello. I was just like, yeah, Kristen, Dina, Lynn. Hey, let's go. Um, yeah, hey, it's all good. Fine. I jumped into it today. Um, just really quick pause here. If things were perfect, it was written by Mulder's lady. It's PG to R and it's about seven K. Um, it's kind of a, I, I don't know where I got prequel from, but it's really, I don't know. Maybe it was like one of the the tags that was there, but it's college AU really where Mulder and Scully meet in, um, is it college? I guess she's in med school. Yeah. She's yeah. in med school and he's working yeah, for the FBI. Like, right. Right. It's part of an, a what if series and they begin to date and Scully introduces Mulder to her family in the story. They're very serious um, with each about each other. And then he finds out that she is sick with cancer is only given six months to live. And then they marry and they go on a honeymoon to Hawaii. And, um, and then she dies. And then, and then <laughs> it ends the way it ends. It ends the way that it ends. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, don't they? Yeah. They both die. They both oh, well, it. yes, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. They both <laughs> right. I'm like, the wait, I'm like, Let's is just... that a different one that I read? No, no, no. They no. Die. They die. That is major, major character death. Yeah. So yeah, she, yeah, she obviously suffers, square. you know, this terrible death and he has to witness the whole thing. And then yeah. after she passes, he lasts, I don't know how long it actually is, like a couple weeks, a couple months. And yeah. he's just so distraught that he takes his own life. So, I mean, just a really fucking depressing. (laughs) It really is. Well, but it doesn't dwell on it either. No, no, no. It just happens in another pretty matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What did you all think of Maggie? Because I'm not a fan when Maggie's written like she is in this, like where she gets upset saying that there's a man humping your sister and, you know, asks Scully, have you forgotten your morals? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm that, like, that was really funny. And I'm like, it's not like she's even just in college. She's in medical school. She's clearly mm-hmm. an adult at she this point. Yeah. That doesn't um, ring true to humping. me, to Maggie. I don't know. Yeah. Or what mom I mean, says again, humping to her child. What mom, yeah. Yes. And yeah. And which again makes <laughs> sense if it's written by someone that was high school age in the 90s right. humping, then it does make sense. You could kind of say that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah. that, yeah, I didn't love that part. But the part that I do like that I still remember to this day is, um, they, she and Maggie and Charlie are like dropping by for an impromptu unannounced visit at Scully's apartment. And she and Mulder are in her bedroom doing whatever they're doing. And Maggie and Charlie let themselves in and they find Mulder's pants with his FBI badge in there. And so they pull it up and they're like, Oh, it's Fox Mulder. <laughs> and, uh, Maggie says something to the effect of like, well, I, I know who he is, but what, where is he without his pants? And like that, that line just kind of always <laughs> yeah. makes me chuckle. But yeah, I mean, obviously yeah. the part about, yeah, I don't super love that when people write her like that. Cause I feel like that's not exactly how she would express her feelings about her daughter's yeah. life choices. No, no. A little too forward. I don't know. Or the wording, the phrasing is off. I don't know. I do see her being not concerned, but are you sure you're doing the right thing? I, I don't know. Yeah. Motherly. Like, I think she, yeah, yeah, she might, you know, express concern, but I don't see her being like super busybody or, mm. you know, sticking her nose too heavily into her daughter's business. Yeah. And, and especially, I mean, given that she knows about her daughter's medical situation, I mean, mm-hmm. that probably does have an added level of concern. Yeah. Let her do whatever she I wants. Mean, My God. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if I had her medical condition, I don't know if I'd still be in medical school. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I thought that was I thought that was interesting that in the story she is fully aware of her diagnosis from mm-hmm. day one. She knows it's terminal, and she chooses to continue with her studies because that's something that's important to her. I I thought that was kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, you have to because some people might get such a diagnosis and they think, okay, well, I want to travel the world or mm-hmm. I want to you know go to Disney World or they want to do you know, those kinds of things, but she like, that's very Scully. You know, she wants to Mm -hmm. stay in school. She wants to keep learning. She wants to get pursue to whatever extent she can her medical degree. And so at least that part of her character, I felt like was pretty accurate. Even if some of her other behaviors really weren't. (laughs) Yeah. What about Fowley? If we're on characterization, how did you like her? I I like the, um, the one note I had was when Scully finally goes to the office and she's like, oh, I can finally put a name to like Diana says this about Scully. Like I can finally put a name, uh, a face to the name that, you know, he always talks about. She's like, well, n- n- there's pictures all over this office of me. <laughs> she's like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and then he ruins it by saying, I'm proud of my baby. And then, yeah, <laughs> it was like, Oh, <laughs> and it, is it right before then? Doesn't Reggie ask if she's like a hooker or a prostitute? Yes. yes. <laughs> Which I mean, I think we all agree we use the term sex worker, but not in the nineties. Well, not mm-hmm. in the nineties. Now we use the term sex worker. That's that wasn't when little. that's when they were dating, and then he he she eventually tells him that she's sick, and he the next day Reg is like, oh, you know, what's wrong? And he goes, oh, I found something out. And then that's when he said, oh, is she a hooker? And he's like, no, oh. she's dying of cancer. Whose <laughs> mind goes directly then, to that? I know. Yeah, like of yeah. all the things you could think, I, and then I then forgot goes, all about that. That's hilarious. Yeah, and then he goes, no, you don't need this. I'm like, what the fuck? That man, Reggie, you are a cruel, heartless bastard. My mind would go to like, oh, she's married or something. Yeah, not weird. 
there's funny there's some- and, and overall i i feel like it's a very short condensed yes story for everything they yes. do add into yes. it mm-hmm. yeah a lot happens in when you said 7k and i think that's that's not 7000 words that's the old 7k right or is it 7000 no words? i think i put it into google docs for the spreadsheet and it came up to about 7k maybe i'm wrong okay. I can check. That could be right. It's been a while since I've read it, but, um, you know, it's not super long and yet a lot happens. You go from just meeting them and they're sort of just start dating all the way to, you know, marriage and then all the other fun stuff that happens after that. So yeah, it's definitely what you call pretty densely packed. Yeah. Yeah. I get, I get seven K on my PDF here. I feel like it reads pretty fast just because yeah, it does so much happening. I remember like I'd be studying for finals or something in college and I'd be like, I need a break. I'm going to go read this fic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what? This I have my break. 6,100 words. So right around there. So not, not very long at all. You read it quite fast just to power through. <laughs> it's not dense. It, yeah. It's a quick read. It's, it's, not not when you, it's not when you savor, you know, it's not no, one where no. you like are hanging on every word, like some of, you know, our favorite writers. It's, it's more like, you just kind of read quickly because you want to find out what happens next in the story. True. 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 Okay. I, I feel like this is, this is the, the quote I should tell you. Cause my note on it is the only reason I'm finishing this fic is because it's so short and there are only seven pages left. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay. it's like he come Mulder goes into work. I guess he yells at Diana or something. I don't know. Anyways. And he goes to Reggie. Oh, I'm just touchy today. That's all. Dana's nose started to bleed this morning while we were while we were making love, and I'm like, first of all, why would you? You could have just, just said that. her nose started bleeding mm-hmm. and just ended yeah, it. Yeah, don't need to include that additional. No, this this isn't yeah. this isn't this isn't book club, right? <laughs> and then um, he goes, "She okay?" And then Mulder nodded, and then Reggie responds, "You were so good, you made her nose bleed, man. You got to teach me the trick." Yeah, and oh, then God. Mulder smiled no. weakly. I'm like, why would you smile? Like this. <laughs> He knows she's dying of cancer. Like this is, he knows at this point, it's not weird. Yeah. But that line just like, I was like, okay, just finish seven pages. Mm -hmm. And this is on my phone, seven pages. So like (laughs) not even, it's like one page really or whatever. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I do love the overall idea of the story. Yeah. Like I like the idea of she's in medical school, they meet. Even if she had cancer, I'm okay with that. Oh, that was a great part of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, <laughs> that was the best part. I love us. That's how I love so that. <laughs> but I you mean, know, just, you know, the, yeah. the characterization and the and the writing did take me out of it, or maybe yeah. didn't let me mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. as into it as I normally yeah. probably would have. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I mean, yeah. When I when I read it as a teenager, I didn't know any better. Um, and I also That's did bump on some yeah. of these things that now it's like, oh my God, you know, where we are in society and just what is the norm now, mm-hmm, it's kind of mm-hmm. like, the stuff is, there's some outrageous, you know, remarks in there that, you know, back then it didn't, you know, it didn't even occur to me. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, you know, when we're used to reading the things that we're used to reading now and this like professional novel quality yeah. writing, and then you read something like this, it's just a different category. And yeah, I, I also like the story, but it's definitely not going to go down as, you know, a classic, I don't think. I thought it was a good one to have in the mix. And the yeah. fact that it's so old and 
I wish I had it open so I I could check the date that it was published, but like quite possibly one of the first college AU, which go you 2001. Okay. But that's still pretty. Yeah. That's the, what I got from like the website, but great. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm curious. I'm going to do some research. Sorry. Now I'm curious. I want to do some research about college AUs. Yeah. Well, and that, that's the other thing too, is like, it's not even just college AU, it's you're adding in the cancer to it, right? That's and then true. you're adding Boulder mm-hmm. as a profiler, because that's what he was back then. Like you're at, yeah. you know, so it's, it's a bunch of different, it, the, the concept is great. The execution wasn't the greatest, but it also ended, I shouldn't say good because he kills himself, but he, <laughs> it ended like it was a, it was a, that was a, a good narrative ending. ending. Yeah. It was. Her, yes. her, her yes. death was a touching you know, moment. And then after that comment that Reggie made, then the rest was great too. <laughs> and I will yeah, I feel say, like that was the right ending for that story. Yeah. It, yes. Yeah. Agreed. And I will say, I think it's more of a realistic ending for Mulder because he does, if you watch the show, I do think he would go down a destructive path yeah. had that actually happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm not so sure I mean, I guess the other stories that we're going to read, leave it a little bit more open-ended. Maybe he did go down a destructive path, but um, I thought it was very fitting personally. Now, yes, fitting. But did anyone think it was a little weird that Reggie said, I'll miss you, but it was time for me to let you go? Yes. You know, I I could do Reggie Reggie. might have been off his rocker a bit. I feel like Reggie (laughs) ruined this whole thing. I don't know what was yeah. going on with that character. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who he was supposed to be, honestly. I, mean, I know who he was supposed to be, but the I, characterization. And I'm, I'm totally fine with the, you got what you wanted. You're happy now. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Like, and he ruffles his hair. Like, okay. But the, I'll miss you, but it was time for me to let you go. It To me reads like that. They were maybe much closer than they were, yeah. even yeah. as friends. I'm not even saying romantically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was I a mean, that's strange, more of a line again, Mulder would say to Scully. Yes. I chalk that up to like, you know, a younger writer, maybe not nailing mm-hmm. their like relationships yeah. super well. I'm yeah. Yes. I'm probably being too hard on a younger writer and that's not nice of me. But yeah, no, there was, there was some aspects that it was kind of like, that's, that's an odd way to word it. Yeah, mm. definitely. Definitely. Any last thoughts on this fic? I feel like we covered it pretty well. Yeah. It's, it was, it's a short and well, like short and sweet, uh, you know, these yeah, first. Yeah. So sweet. So sweet. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's not a huge commitment. So even if no. you read it and you're like, well, that was terrible, you know, at least it's not too much of your I life mean, that you sacrificed. I think it's even a good read if you just want to dive into some more classic mm-hmm. original fanfic. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. What what would you rate it on a scale of Wasteland to um, Heart's Desire? Where does this fall for you? I would say a three. I would say a three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Lynn? I'd say a five. Okay. Um, you know, the, like we've already talked about, the, the story to me is the strongest aspect and kind of the way that... The memory... Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, just kind of the nostalgia of it, but just like I do really like the story and the AU aspect, and of course the characterization, Reggie being a wacko, and um, you know, sort of the writing quality that you know that was more on the negative side. But I would say it all averages out to about a five for me. Fair, 
Kristen? I'll go with the four. I think I'm also at a yeah. four. That might be our lowest, lowest ranked fic that we've talked about here. <laughs> I did and I didn't dislike it. It, it actually makes for a really interesting discussion. Yeah, yeah that's why I wanted to talk about yeah. with you guys because I, I had all these thoughts, but I didn't have anyone to share them with. No, and I love that. <laughs> I love that. G- give us the oddball ideas, you know, throw it out. It only there. took 21 years. <laughs> you course, finally had someone to discuss it with. <laughs> finally. So just, yeah. you know. I love the oddball ones. They're mm-hmm. really fun to discuss. They really are. Yeah. Well, we're going to bring it down with 60 mm-hmm. by Dawson Rambo, which is painful. I remember mm-hmm. the first time I read this one, I'm just going to, I guess I'll start. Um, well, let me do a quick synopsis for those who might not know what this one's about. This is Mulder, Mulder POV in the last few moments of Scully's life. He says goodbye. They essentially marry in every way except legally. It's sad and short. And um, I don't know, there's not, there's not a huge plot. He, he kind of, I guess he kind of helps her leave this world. I remember this from a long time ago and I found it again. What's that? Is it lost and found? I did a search for it, I think on lost and found and someone mm. helped me find it. And I was like, oh yeah, this one. And it really affected me, really stayed with me. So I'm glad that we get to talk about it. What, what did you guys think about this one? I, I really like it. It made my um, cancer list with AFP. I don't know if you touched on it. I always found it interesting that the story was originally just supposed to cover the last 60 seconds of Scully's life. Right. Which is where it gets the the title from. Yeah. But then they added some more backstory into, which I think was great too. I think it's really well written. Mm -hmm. So sad. I mean, when I recorded it for AFP, I stopped several times to cry my eyes out. Understandably. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, it's beautifully written. I think who someone shared it in the group chat might've been Lynn. Maybe I can't remember who it was. Um, I, I brought it up, but like way before we decided, Kristen to do was the one who told me about it. I think. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, because so I hadn't I, heard of it, like I didn't know uh, of it before, so that was I, I had never. Yeah, it. I had never read it either, and it was just violence to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a really good way of putting it. It was violence to my heart. Yeah, I don't know. It would. I don't know if because it's so focused on that moment in that time, like that's what they're focusing on that, you know, that's all you're not distracted by anything else going mm-hmm. on in the story. Mm-hmm. And you can, I don't know, I could just feel the emotions. I usually don't get like super emotional uh, with like reading thick and stuff like that. But this one really got me, I, if not teared, if not drop like a mm-hmm. teardrop actually fell, I definitely teared up. It was very, very sad. I, and I liked it as masochistic as that sounds, but <laughs> And we but it did just captures. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was, I don't know. It was just so good. It was, it was, yeah, I don't know. It was just executed so well. Yeah. I mean, the really sad ones, they make you feel how much he loves her. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, yes, it hurts, but it's like a bittersweet um, emotion. And I do, I also love that, like, her family, even though Bill's not happy, they've come around. They know that he needs to be there. They know he's part of her life and that this is not that means as, I mean, means as much, I guess, is the right words, but that doesn't sound right. That it's just, it's important to him. He has Mm -hmm. to be there the same as they do. 
And I also find it realistic in that they're not like, yes, Mulder, I love you. And now you're part mm-hmm. of the family. It's okay. This is what mm-hmm. she wants. Do the right thing, Mulder. We expect you to do the right thing, which mm-hmm. in terms of let, telling her that it's okay to go because mm-hmm. Scully is looking for his permission. And I thought that was pretty realistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, it starts out so just in your face. This is oh, the yeah. end. Like, mm-hmm. this is the end. She's, mm-hmm. you know, eyes sunken, you know, gum gum issues. So, like, her her loose teeth and she can't really speak anymore. And, and that's such a big thing for them, too. And, um, like, it just starts out as nothing that we saw of her potential end days on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. so it's just literally just a punch in your, you know, in your gut. Like, this is real. This is happening. She's dying. Like, there's no you know, nothing magical that's going to happen. It's, it's, it's coming. So that's also like effect, you know, it affects you once you, you that your opening line is that right. So the description of her. Um, yeah. The way it was describing yeah. her just being oh. so very sick and having like yeah. almost police succumb to this disease, you know, the TV show obviously didn't get to that degree and, you know, she never looked, she didn't look well, but she didn't look like no. she was on her deathbed either. Mm-hmm. And a lot no. of times Vic doesn't, mm-hmm doesn't get quite to that point either. It's just like, oh, you know, she's really pale or she's really thin or her hair mm-hmm. looks brittle. But in this story, like they really describe mm-hmm. its physical effects on her. And yeah, it really is just devastating the way like she's just wasting away. Did you feel that the characterization of Mulder, we touched upon Scully's family, but did you feel that Mulder's characterization was spot on? I think so. I think get push come to shove if she had been that, sick and there was really nothing he could do i think he would have stayed with her rather than run off on a lead i think he would have let her go if she was oh, truly suffering okay mm. i mean it was I, I recently watched one breath and it's mm. mm-hmm. it's kind of the same situation where you know he's out running around trying to avenge her uh well not death but what's happened to her mm-hmm. and then it gets to the point where he realizes okay i need to be there for her yeah, yeah. um and it's kind of the same thing. Like at some point he's like, okay, well, it's now or never. I need to be there for her. And that's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, there was no Hail Mary in this situation. There was no, you know, no. there was no chip. It was, she's not coming back from this when the tumor is pushed into her brain and she can't mm. talk. She can't. I will say that I was struck by the marriage language and symbolism almost mm. immediately from the start, which I don't remember from the first time, but I was probably just like, Oh, let me read this short fic really fast. And this time I obviously sat down and I read through mm-hmm. it. The marriage symbolism starts almost immediately. Mm-hmm. And I counted seven. I don't know if you guys kept track, um, but I counted seven marriage references, which I thought was really interesting. So like they, they, Dawson Rambo made it a point to like weave all that in. And I, I did quote a few. I think the most notable one to me was, this one was Mulder had been chagrined to find out that Skinner had filed it his days off, his request for days off mm-hmm. under the same classification of leave that a husband received for a dying wife, mm-hmm. which I thought Skinner gets it. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting that Skinner was like, okay, Mulder, your other half is mm-hmm. dying. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this didn't detract in any way from my enjoying the story, but I, I don't know if I feel like in terms of his character, if he would really be focused so much on like the what to call them and 
And whether it's important mm-hmm. that they call themselves married or they consider that, I mean, maybe it would be, who knows? Like I said, it didn't detract or anything, but I don't know if in that moment, if that's what he would really be thinking about. Um, I just sort of asked myself that I was like, okay, for whatever reason, he's really focused on this aspect. And mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a way of proving his commitment to her. You know, maybe it's just a way of saying, you know, before she leaves this plane, I want her to understand that I am truly committed to her. So I could kind of see that. No, and I agree. I don't, I felt the same way a little bit when Maggie gave Mulder the rings. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know if that would have been as a mother, your priority at the moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that would be something that was on her mind. I do love the symbolism and I love what he says to her when he takes the rings into the hospital room and, you know, finally tells her things he's never been able to tell her before and that she's able to hear him still. Can you um, give us a really quick summary of how he got those rings? Because we didn't say that. No. So they're in, Mulder gets called out in, from Dana's hospital room to go into a meeting with her mother. I don't think the brothers are there. Her and the doctor, I believe, right? And the doctor and Maggie, the brothers maybe are there. I don't, I don't remember if Charlie mm-hmm. and Bill are there. No, they're not um, there. And it's at the point where they're telling Mulder, you know, when you come in the room, she rallies, you, we can see her heartbeat pick up, you know, and then Maggie's like, she's suffering. My daughter's suffering. You have to let her go. You have to tell mm-hmm. her it's okay. And Maggie pulls out the rings, which are from Dana's hope chest, which mm-hmm. I did. I, I had a hope chest. Did so you? I did. My oh, grandmother wow. made me a hope chest. Okay. So I grew up with a hope chest. I'm very familiar with that. What If people don't know, it's what used to get built for a woman to take when she was married and goes to her husband's house with mm-hmm. like doilies and tablecloths and evidently oh. these rings. Thin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But she had bought these wedding rings when she was 16, which is interesting. I don't know many 16-year-old girls that buy wedding rings, but, you know, cool. And she wanted the rings to go to her husband one day. Well, she would wear one, he would wear one. And Maggie gives them to Mulder, saying that she would want you to have them. And so he takes the rings in and says wedding vows to her, essentially, like Mm -hmm. his own version of wedding vows. Mm -hmm. Which I think is appropriate because Mm -hmm. they are... Mm -hmm different than the rest Mm -hmm. of us they are yeah yeah and in between those scenes too you see you we see the two letters that she wrote the one to her mom Mm -hmm. and the one to molder and um the one i remember the one about her mom the she like she had sent it to her mom and it goes or i guess the brothers i guess maybe maybe it's the family oh yeah mom charlie and bill She's like, and so I have one final request of you, my family. I will watch over him from uh, whatever world come next. Of that, I have no doubt. I'm like, oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But then she's like, but in this world, in this time, I ask you to watch over him as well, for he is family to us, to me. He's closer than a brother, closer than a parent, closer even than a lover to me. He is my other half, the part of me that is external yet makes me whole. Uh, yeah. And I was like, huh. It's so true. <laughs> it is. You know, but yeah, you see that moment, you know, you see the letter that she writes to her, her family. And then there's more of the conversation that um, Kristen was saying. And then you see the letter that she wrote to Mulder as well. I think I have a little bit of a problem with the hope chest rings in in terms of characterization. Not enough to deter me from reading the story, but like, mm-hmm. would Scully do that? 
Do we know 16-year-old Scully? Do we think that we have enough of an understanding of her character? It gave me pause. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. She went through a romantic phase at that point and let's move on. But it just, I guess I didn't, I never thought of Scully as someone who was was like thinking of marriage. I always see her as someone who's very ambitious and thinking of Mm -hmm. her education Mm -hmm. and her career. So that was, that was kind of interesting. It was definitely something to think about. I thought, I don't know. I guess you can maybe see her with the whole, not that it's a religious thing, like a hope chest, Mm -hmm. but that's true. Maybe, maybe in that aspect, right. Of sure. Growing up and, you know, you're going to church and you're doing this and you're doing Expectations that. Expectations of the of, family. Yeah. yeah I mean, I think she was probably definitely else. more, more traditional yeah. as a younger person. And then as she grew up and, yeah, you know, started pursuing her education, everything, maybe she, you know, her personality evolved a little bit, but I could mm-hmm. maybe her see point. it's not such a stretch for her to be a little bit more traditional, yeah. you know, as a teenager. Yeah. That's a fair point. I didn't think about it in that way. I guess I'm just seeing Scully that we know rather than the one who's maybe more influenced by religion and family. So thank you. Yeah. That's a really good point. How do we feel about part two when they're in New York city with the syndicate? That's what I was about to ask. Okay. Because I got really angry with the line that I miscalculated, I guess wrong. And then they say, and now she will die. Cause I'm like, you assholes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That's Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just so you're reading that and you're like oh you guessed wrong all yeah. right great well yeah. I think for me personally this goes I'm doing a full series rewatch and this goes mm-hmm. to kind of the more the broader um mm-hmm. subjects of the entire show and Scully's autonomy and the the control that other people have over her and her body mm-hmm. and I know this is a much larger picture here than I intended to discuss, but I'm at the part where she has cancer and it's a bunch of men either trying to kill her or trying to save her. Skinner Mm -hmm. gives up, you know, part of his life so that he can help her and Mulder's willing to do the same. And, you know, the syndicate is then, you know, trying to kill her or save her, or they have the chip or, you know, they're, they're willing to give over the chip. And I'm just like, oh my God, this woman has no control over any part of her life. And to know that with the chip inside your body, you then have no, you don't know if your thoughts are your own, your actions Mm -hmm. are your own. Anyway, anyway, this is not what I intended to to discuss here tonight, but like, it does make me angry. The end. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a problem for me. Yeah. The syndicate are assholes. Yeah. In case, in case it wasn't clear to anybody. (laughs) But yeah, then thinking about her lack of agency over her own body, mm-hmm. her yeah. own future, everything, every decision that she makes, like, yeah, that's terribly frustrating. Yeah. We're here in one way. I mean, she gives him the second part of the poison. That's yes. true. So, I mean, she is taking she it back it. in a way. That's yeah. true. I mean, even though that taking yeah. it back kills her, she's still. Yeah, it's her decision. It. Yeah. That's true. I also think it's a little strange to set up. I guess it's, it's a short story. It's not that big of a deal to set up that they're bringing a Samantha clone in, mm-hmm. but they don't follow through in the story with that. And I get it. It's not, the story is not about that, but I just thought it was uh kind of a, a strange thing to set up and then kind of let go you, and not You could have through. almost removed that New yeah. York city section. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I remember when I was reading, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. I had to go back. I was like, wait, yeah. what, happened? what happened here? <laughs> 
And oddly <laughs> enough, I've read the story a few times and I never remember that part. Yeah. See, I it's not I, what you remember I'll when you think, think about, about it. it. <laughs> when I went to reread it for this, because it had been a while since I read it for AFP, mm-hmm. I thought there were two New York City sections. So oh. I thought there was more than there was. Interesting. What did you, th- did, did you feel like something was I, missing on this reread or? Yes. I mean oh. that, I, which I think we agree it with that section. It does feel like something's missing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It was fine. It, it could have, you could have taken it out and I, the yeah. story would have been the exact same for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The emotional impact of the story would have been just fine. I would have felt all the, the tears and the pain. My, uh, my one comment with the bill interaction was. Uh, I'm glad Bill isn't a dick in this one. <laughs> I like, or even like just at this moment, you know, because normally that's how he's written. So, yeah. You know, Almost always. It. It's, it's fine. Whatever. I kind of love to hate him. It's okay. Yeah. Let's it's- do um some darkest timeline bill fix next season and have yes. Pat Skipper on to give us bill commentary during it. Yes. <laughs> that would be hilarious. That would be funny. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Oh, now I got to think. There's this one fic. I don't know how good it is. I read it a long time ago with Bill. <laughs> you might have read it. Was it like family, family portrait, family album? Family G-Man? No. No. One where Mulder is literally getting her every, every like, not chapter, but because it's a series. So every part. The barbecue one? The barbecue one? Because he's a royal yeah. fucking dick in that one. And, he, and Mulder gets hurt in the barbecue one all the time. Yeah. Every, oh, my God. Every I time. need the barbecue yeah. one. Yeah. It's a good, um, I don't mind it. It's a good okay. series. But literally, okay. it's Mulder pain. Yeah. Literally. Every series. Literally. Hmm. Yeah. Literally, like, like sunburns. And, oh, okay. No, like sunburns, broken legs, broken ankles, <laughs> bug bites, oh like God. everything. Okay. And then Mulder being a dick. Uh, not Mulder, sorry. Bill being a dick on top yeah. of it. Because it's all fam- uh, Scully family stuff. Other thing with this one that I found a little weird in this fic is when they use Scully's full name. Because it happens a few times. There's the one I'm looking at right now says it's I love you. Dana Catherine Scully whispered. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I didn't we need that. Dana that Catherine. Is- yeah. Sc- and that's being very nitpicky on my part. But I remember when I was recording it, it tripped me up a few times because it's. Yeah. I can see how reading it out loud would trip mm-hmm. me up, but reading it, I probably yeah, and, was not and skimming, but not on this reread. It took me out again because I knew it was there. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, but you were expecting it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Clearly I stopped reading at Dana. <laughs> see, which is what I, I would that. do if I wasn't reading out loud. I would. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, but I mean, even just reading the thick, I don't even remember that in the, in the thick. I don't remember either. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, but that's that's a good catch. Are there any final thoughts on this one? It's sad. It's sad, yeah. It's very sad. I mean, we're not reading happy fix. <laughs> we're not. No. Yeah. Yeah. In that sense, no, no one, no one should expect that. <laughs> Get ready to have your hearts broken, America. Yeah. <laughs> or files. Yeah. We have international files. I'm sorry, that was very not inclusive. Oh. Okay. Okay. So on a scale of um, what is it? The wasteland to heart's desire. How do we feel about this one? I would give it a six. I enjoyed it and it it fits the bill when you need something angsty and super sad to ball over. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about where it falls for me. I would say an eight for me. It was pretty high up there. 
Nice. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say a seven and a half to an eight. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably going to go with a seven, not because there's anything wrong with it, just because we read such amazing stories and it's just hard to compete with some of those. And this one's Mm -hmm. great in its own right. And like Lynn said, it really fits the bill for, you know, a sad angsty fic when you're in the mood for that. Yeah. It's really good. It's really good. And and this one stuck with me. Like I said, I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, and this, this might've been one of the first ones that I read where they got quote unquote married in Mm -hmm. any sense. Mm -hmm. I don't remember reading any kind of marriage fic before this one. So there's that as well. Yeah. Pretty good one. I Mm -hmm. I think that's, it's mostly a fan favorite unless you're really against character death. Yeah. 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 No. And I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah. And it's still listed a bunch of places. I mean, which is cause it's on, Yeah, I found it on the oncology ward, but then it was on other places as well. Mm -hmm. That's where I also read it. Yeah. I think it's also a male writer too. Isn't that yeah. what we found out? It is. Right? And he used to write with his wife. I don't know if this is one they co-wrote together because I found it under, usually under Dawson Rambo, but one time his wife's name was attached to it also. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. And then I did some research on them and they used to write together a lot. That's oh. so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's they met so through the fandom. Yeah. Was yeah, I believe so. Right? Yeah. 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 I mean, Wow. <laughs> those were the days that's amazing actual letters back and forth i think <laughs> like wow. handwritten letters as opposed to emails. so i think that's what the not article but the interview yeah an interview with i think that's how it was this was the lilydale uh interview i think so right yeah, well, yeah. maybe if i remember yeah. let's link to that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Remember, was, remember i'm gonna put a note From in my calendar Tumblr, i think or something All right, so let's move on to our final fic of the day, which is called Sea Glass Blue by Mel Forbes. It's 50K and rated G. Is it rated Mm -hmm. G, really? Yeah. Yeah. Do they not go into the the sexy times? They don't go into the sexy times. Not really, no. 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 It's not in detail. Yeah. 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 Okay, fair point, fair point. It's kind of high level. I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say it's PG because they do discuss the sexy times. Yes, they All definitely right. discuss it. Yeah. yeah, and they make you wait for the sexy times. Anyway, <laughs> this story is not smut. Um, it's an almost poetic depiction of Mulder and Scully's married life after Scully stops cancer treatments and they go on a honeymoon to Maine in the cold spring. Initial thoughts on this story. First off, I really enjoyed the notes at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Where the author talks about finding a woman on Instagram who had had a heart transplant and like kind of following her journey, which inspired her to write the fic. Mm-hmm. I just found that really mm-hmm. interesting where she pulled her inspiration from. I thought it was a really lovely story. Um, mm-hmm. and I thought it was incredibly sweet how, you know, Mulder is wanting to make her last days as good as he possibly can. And that they just spend them together, truly mm-hmm. just together, like yeah. pretty much nobody else. Um, and it sounds very peaceful. Mm-hmm. And the whole setting, it's it's Maine, but it's like still cold. It's not summer yet. So um, it just sounds like a very quiet, peaceful way for them to spend her last days. Mm-hmm. So obviously very melancholy, very somber, um, but beautiful. Well, and they don't sugarcoat anything. I mean, they still, I mean, they have fights. They have, Mm -hmm. you know, arguments because they are still two very independent people. 
coming together, like very suddenly into a relationship and a non-traditional relationship at that. Yeah. Yes. I also like the open-endedness of this ending. She doesn't die, but could possibly. Oh yeah. When we we get there, like, I want to know what everyone's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I really, I really did enjoy that too. Just the, and I remember I, I read this when it was being posted like chapter by chapter when it was like first released and yeah I I really enjoyed the ending I don't I just it stuck with me too and just that like final that final final scene in a sense and Mm -hmm. um but yeah overall the the whole fic was just the the battle that Mulder has within himself of like I love you I know I love you I want to tell you I love you but I can't tell you I love you because it's almost like will you believe that I love you or you mm-hmm. be- or would you think I'm saying it because you're dying, mm-hmm. you know? And, and that's one of Scully's thoughts too, of like, why did you ask me to marry you? You know, to, yeah, you know, is it cause I'm dying or is it because you want to? So uh, just that struggle throughout the whole fic of, of having those feelings, but then being able to express them, but being believed that they're true too. It's, it's so them, if that makes any sense. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, because neither of them can really be completely honest mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. or, you know, completely verbalize their feelings. But mm-hmm. I, I liked um, that she she let him kind of take care of her. You mm-hmm. know, to me, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, she's so independent that I felt like it was kind of a big step for her to say, OK, I'm going to let you basically take care of me for these these last days. Well, and I liked at the very beginning where he said if they had more time, he would ask her in five years, but spring now and she'll be gone by summer. But I'm also thinking, would you like, I mean, without something catastrophic, would you really ever have expressed or would you have kept kind of skirting that edge of how you really feel? Mm-hmm. And Well, I guess in the end, they did end up together. Yeah. So yeah. Eventually it would have happened. And is this the fic where he has the pictures? And he wants to put the picture like in his apartment and people will come over and they'll be like, he'll be like, oh, that's my wife. She mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. That always struck me a little weird. I mean, I, I get the symbol and symbolism in it and I get he wants her to still be there and be in his life. But it's also like, I don't know. It's a weird thing to. I took it to mean that he just wanted to talk about her. He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's her. Okay. That's and he wanted wife. her to be forgotten. Okay. Yeah, yeah he that makes sense. Oh, that it was makes like sense. a sense of pride. That makes I sense. Took it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that. I also took it that not she was real because obviously she was real. People aren't going to think she's not real, but that she was his wife. That she was, you know, not his, but they were together. Like I also mm-hmm. kind of to keep that memory alive too, right? Of of being mm-hmm. a married couple. Yeah, I took no, it that like that sense. as well. Did you mean well, just, to take? Did you take it almost like? he wanted the sympathy or no no it was just it for me felt like a very unmolder like thing mm. to think about but then i guess on the flip side he kept samantha's picture up for ever so mm-hmm. it does also make sense yeah just when i first read it like and i even i have notes from when i had this down on my cancer fic list that that was something i hit on then too mm-hmm. i think i had a problem with his characterization and I don't know if anybody else felt this way. I think I had a, char- a problem with the characterization of Mulder in all of these, just because I feel like he would be so driven to 
exact revenge upon the people who did this to her. I can suspend disbelief long enough to say like, okay, he's going to let her go peacefully. He will be calm for her and do the thing that she asked, which is, you know, and just spend the last, my last days with me, but I don't see him able to let it go. That's just not Mulder, at least not at this point in the story. And Mm -hmm. That's not to say I didn't enjoy this story. This one is beautiful and poetic. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I had a really hard time reading it the first time when we read it or when we were supposed to discuss it a while ago, I never read it because mm-hmm. I kept stopping. It was so sad. And it made me think of life without my husband. And mm-hmm. it was very mm-hmm. realistic in that yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, kept stopping, but this time I did finish it, but I, yeah, I, I, so I really did like it, but I did think like, would Mulder let it go? Would he? Cause I, do, I don't know. I, I think at this point he's very driven to get back at the people who have done this. And he has Samantha, you know, the, the, the years, the history of Samantha on top of this, where mm-hmm. I just don't think he's going to be okay personally. I think it's like you said that he took a pause because she actually asked for his help, right? Like Mm -hmm. come to my next chemo session. And Mm -hmm. then since then he was the one that was taking her and getting married and wanting to spend this like last final time with her. I feel like he probably, and that's what I like about this fake is that anything could have happened after it ended. Right. Like I can, Mm -hmm. I can see Mm -hmm. him now becoming obsessed with now trying to, you know, get revenge in a sense after if Mm -hmm. she dies and stuff like that. But I think just that pause in that normal behavior for him during this time to be there for her. Cause it, it, it's almost like he understands how important and how big of a, of a, of a decision it was for her to include him in everything. Whereas, you know, in the show, she's not really telling him anything, right. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Very private. Yeah. So he probably respects that a lot Mm -hmm. and probably is why he's not, bringing it into or why he wasn't written as bringing it into this fic in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I, that's how I that. took it. Yeah. 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 But I know what you mean about him on the show at this time, what he was like and, and it not fully gelling with like the way that this is written. What hit me the most with the whole fic is the what if, and like the, you know, if I had one more summer, if I had, you know, one more week, if I had one more, this or that one more yeah. Valentine's day, one more Christmas, and just the the regret he's feeling and where I can justify him not running off and like trying to avenge her is that I think he does love her so much. He wants to try to make things right while she's here. Cause I think in a way he knows the time is short. Like even if he doesn't want to admit it, doesn't want to accept it, it's staring him in the face that she's not getting better. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can choose two paths. You can choose to, you know, try to track down the people or you can spend the time with the person you love. And mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. It's, it it's is. very sad. It is. And wanting to like make these final moments mean something too. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and like he, you know, tried the best he could to find something by the water and, and you know, kind of have, make her comfortable and be where she would want to be and what she wants to do. And yeah, he puts a lot of time and effort into everything. Um, the flowers that he brings her, the, the little 
was it a cat? The little Thai baby thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I will and say trying to cook for her. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was very sweet. I will say there's not a lot of plot to this fic. Mm-mm. Is that a hindrance? Or, or dialogue, this? really. That's it's, true. It's mainly like it's a lot of Mulder's internal thoughts. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. His internal monologue. Yeah. Is that a hindrance for you guys or does it work? I think it works. I feel like the plot is her cancer in mm-hmm. a sense, mm-hmm. right? I feel like, and her last, you know, her last couple of months, potentially, depending how you know long she makes it. It's just a different reading experience than, you know, if you're reading a really gripping case file mm-hmm. or, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, something with a lot of banter and a lot of dialogue. Um, yeah. It's just a different type of story. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it works for this story. And I feel like the dial- the dialogue that is there means something. Mm-hmm. It's not little, it's not little throwaway lines or little, mm-hmm. they all just, they all mean something mm-hmm. in a, in a fic that's, you know, kind of this long in a sense. And it's not dialogue heavy where you would think, you know, they'd be having all these conversations. It is more thought, his thoughts and his feelings internally. But then once they talk about something, it's pretty deep. That's a mm-hmm. really good point, Dina. Anytime mm-hmm. they're actually talking, they're not just talking, they are communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Him telling her about the seashells and then their kind of experience, not fight, I guess, disagreements or they, I don't know, what, whatever it is. And then them coming to terms with that, it all... Yeah, it is. It's very significant. Every time they actually do have a conversation, that's that's great insight. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, even when they were when he was reading out the book titles to her, because um, she was too tired to stand, right? And yeah, mm-hmm. with each book title, she would say, "Oh, I read that when I was, you know, this age doing this, mm-hmm. and I read this at this age." So even that little conversation, which is small, it, it mm-hmm. kind of insignificant by the looks of it he's learning so much about her as like pre FBI Scully, you know, mm-hmm. he's learning about her as Dana and, and as, you know, as you normally would with someone that you mm-hmm. kind of date and then eventually marry <laughs> when you have a normal relationship mm-hmm. course, you know, just another little example of that. But. And I love him reading to her mm-hmm. in bed mm-hmm. and how many books they go through, how sweet that is. That's so yeah. intimate. I like um, when she gives him the shopping list and he comes with all the pudding he can't decide like yeah (laughs) how much pudding to get yeah that seems like something he would do yeah and she's thrown Mm -hmm. in the condoms (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's like (laughs) yeah (laughs) and it takes them a long time to consummate like there's a real build-up to that Mm -hmm. yeah which it's very fitting for me in terms of um the show and characterization because their relationship is not about that I mean, it's awesome and we love it. And yes, to all the smut, but their relationship is so deep and so based on mutual trust and respect. Mm-hmm. And then they can have sex. Yeah. There's also that. So I, I thought that was really fitting that eventually mm-hmm. they have sex and Mel Forbes really does make us wait for it. Yes. That was probably the right decision for the story, but when I read it, I was like, damn, it's kind of a shame that they didn't do this sooner because by that time, like she was already sicker and yeah. it wasn't the same. Yeah. You know, that's as true. 
because it was after she went to the hospital Mm because she ends up in the hospital while they're on their honeymoon. Yeah. But it wasn't the same situation as in what's the name of that fic Um, to love somebody. Right. Oh yeah. Where she comes back from like death and he's like, no, baby, you'll like it. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, and I think that's just a difference in the care into the writing, mm-hmm. which wasn't in to love somebody. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you know, people with cancer have sex, and yeah, sure. It's just using the care and making sure your partner's kind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which in to love somebody, Mulder was not. Uh, not that Mulder wasn't right and kind. It just didn't. That moment didn't ring true for you. Yeah. Perhaps no. the writer wasn't as skilled or knowledgeable yes. with yeah. how it would be for someone who's sick. Yeah, no, Mel Forbes definitely put a lot of care mm-hmm. into the whole writing. I mean, so much, even just down to like drug names and drug amounts and mm-hmm. all of that research, which is just... Mm-hmm. And it, it seemed like an authentic take on what it's like to care for somebody that's so ill. I mm-hmm. mean, it's mm-hmm. all encompassing and it seems like, you know, it seemed pretty accurate in that sense. Mm-hmm. Because it is through Mulder's point of view. We we do get it through his eyes. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And and the almost the guilt that you feel. Am I doing everything right? What else can I be doing to make this better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you also don't want to hover. Right. You know, and you also don't want to treat them differently exactly you know yeah well in the it's so sad when he finds her notebooks and it's that whole if she keeps writing it means she's not going to die mm-hmm. which is just oh and then the nightmare he has mm-hmm. where he, again he comes across the notebooks and he's mm-hmm. like you know yeah. oh this one's all these ones are empty she didn't mm-hmm. make it then okay this one's a quarter full was it like every day was written in and that's why it's a quarter like mm-hmm. you know almost like when will she die in his mm-hmm. you know in his own dream he's trying to figure that out just to prepare do we want to talk about the open ended nature of this story do we do we want to mm. go to the end there's not a lot of plot to discuss so no no yeah. i mean it's just it, it's definitely it's i i love the insight from Mulder's point of view through the whole thing i mean mm-hmm. i even when he's cleaning the bathroom after she's been so sick and she's in the hospital and he's just, I mean, clearly taking his frustrations out on cleaning the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but then he finds the camera and starts taking pictures and Mm -hmm. it's all just very beautiful. There's so much, as you said, care used. It doesn't seem like any word was put in there just to put it in there. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and the scenes are just described Mm -hmm. vividly and beautifully too even like the you know when they're at the lighthouse and Mm -hmm. walking along the beach and just like you can kind of picture the cottage and the you can picture the area and the porch that they spend all their time on and and even just just them building up from you know okay we got married we kissed when we got married and then it's like okay now we can hold hands in a sense right so they're still they still have those awkward moments of like you know I want to kiss you right now but I can't or, but I can, can mm-hmm. I, can I not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And even when they, you know, sleep together, just actually sleep together. And, and he's like, this is how I pictured her cuddled up. And, you know, and it's just, it's also beautifully written. I don't know. It just tugs at every, every emotional string in a body. <laughs> 
Well, and then like when she's in the hospital, she tells him she doesn't want to die. And it's just, yeah. oh my God. It really felt like an authentic mm-hmm. experience of somebody who's in that situation. It mm-hmm. just really seemed like it could have been some from someone's real experience. Yeah. Without, you know, saying too much. Yeah. I, I have been in that position where I was taking someone to like chemo and the guilt that you feel and how much time do we, do I have left with this person? And it's really, it's a lot of emotions mm-hmm. to go through, yeah. you know, as the person mm-hmm. taking care of um, the sick person. And that's not even getting into like how the sick person feels. And mm-hmm. there's a, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of, it felt like, like you all said, authentic. I don't know. I wish I had better words to, to describe it. It, mm-hmm. it was, it was hard to read. It really mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get through it the first time. I had to restart for this specifically. Yeah. Sorry, Dina, you were going to say something. No, no, it's okay. I was, no, I was just going to say before we get to like the end part or whatever, did anyone have like a favorite moment or line or anything like that, that they. I wish I had written one down. There were so many beautiful lines, but I guess my favorite moments were him reading to her. Mm-hmm. And how they would slowly make their way through the books. I, but I didn't write down any quotes for this one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what about you? Yeah. Mine was um, after they talked about, because she was talking about, I'm going to make you my, what's the term? Uh, for like her advanced directives and stuff like that. Um, and she's like, at first, like, I wanted to get buried. And, you know, I talked to my mom and I was going to get embalmed, but now I don't want to do that she goes my dad got cremated like that whole part there yeah um and she's like yeah you can keep you know spread my ashes somewhere and like keep some for you if you want and then he goes um she turns back toward the sea and maybe this will be a proper final resting place his pisces woman brought back to the sea she'll become the dust they're all destined to return to and he'll take the dust and walk out into the ocean with it chest deep in the water letting the last of her go into the waves and he'll duck beneath the water hold his breath for a few moments and imagine that she is there embracing him, telling him that she misses him, then saying she has to go now, if that's all right. And he'll let her go. He'll let her return to wherever she went and he'll miss her, but he'll still let her go. I was like, oh my Jesus. <laughs> damn it. Damn. It was like, yeah. oh, God damn. Yeah, it was just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Why did you to do that? Yeah. And I'm going to piggy- I'm I'm piggyback off you, Dina, with do what it. I have highlighted here. Yes, go. And he'll cope with the funeral. He'll stand and speak, should she ask him to. And he'll take her and he'll take home her ashes, some in a jar, some in a special box she helped him choose. And the little box will live on his shelf where he saves the jar for his next set of vacation days. Then he'll release her into the wild, letting her ashes go on a beach. And he'll imagine her running into the waves, then looking over her shoulder, asking if he'll come and join her. And he'll tell her, no, not yet, not yet. But someday, someday they'll find each other again. He knows they will. For the alternative, it's too upsetting to be real. So I'll just piggyback yeah. off you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, you're welcome, ladies. Thank you. <laughs> I, I like that part. Maybe I don't like to think about it because yeah, someone no. has asked me to no, do no, no. this no. for them. No. So, yeah. No, not I, at all. Yeah. It definitely hits really close to home. It does. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's it, hard. No, it is. It's 
I feel like we're also selling in this one. Oh my <laughs> emotional <goodness. break>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I had to be the we like, broke the- ourselves. <laughs> this is a good one. I, I know we all agree, yeah. but it's no, it very is. difficult to discuss. I feel like we're all a little reserved, perhaps. Yeah. With this one. Well, I think compared to some of the past picks we've discussed, all three of these have pretty somber endings. Yeah. Yes. You know, so, I mean, they're great for sure, but like, it's just a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. There's not as much humor, uh, to like balance these out. Whereas some of the ones we've read before, mm-hmm. you know, like, That's especially true. the last discussion, isometry and to love somebody, you know, there was some humor and there was some other lighter aspects to the yeah. discussions, but these are just like heavy, heavy stuff. And, and like with isometry, you know, she lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. That's true. Exactly. Yeah. So. Well, and, and like death in general, right? Like, I feel like if we haven't all had a situation cancer wise in a sense that we've had mm-hmm. to deal with, I feel like, you know, we've all dealt with in one way or another, maybe the death of someone close and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, you may not relate to the cancer aspect, but you could relate to the feelings aspect of the story too. Right. So yes, it all depends exactly. how much you want to. <laughs> expose and and cry on the darkest timeline <laughs> episode. yeah this is possibly i mean we we've read some very dramatic ones this is possibly one of the darker ones yeah um mm-hmm. i think simply so. due to the realism of it yeah mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. on that note how did everyone feel about the ending and how it was left open-ended so scully may or may not have died where where do we all stand on this I assumed that she died. I didn't see any possible way. Like I know that it didn't, the story didn't detail it, but Mm -hmm. I don't, I didn't see any other possible outcome, you know, like there was no way that a miracle was going to happen. So that's, that's how I interpreted. I would be open to other ideas, but that it didn't even occur to me when I read it, that there was another possibility. Mm -hmm. Right. I almost felt that like when I first read it, I, I felt the same. And I, waiting for that last chapter like I was thinking about it and I'm like you know what if she dies I'm like I'm okay with it not that you know you want yeah. the major character from you know your favorite show or yeah, whatever but it, was, it was heading that way the whole time, it was 100% you know? it was heading yeah. that way and just yeah. and because of the way that it was handled in this whole fic it was like it was almost like we were prepared for it mm-hmm. you know yeah. like we went through that yeah. journey with him and those True. feelings and those emotions and so I felt okay if like that last chapter, she took her last breath and we saw that. But, you know, I know that probably a lot of people would have been like, oh my God, because mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, don't like character death and that's fair. That's, you choose how to, you know, spend your time. That's fine. Um, yeah. But- <laughs> It just oh, no, it I know that. Been a while. You choose how you spend your time. <laughs> I know. Afterwards, I'm like, that sounded really like, judgmental of me, and it's not. <laughs> no, but I know, you know, it's we choose to read death fix and inner fit. No. <laughs> but special. Yeah, it was, I was okay with it. I, I did. I thought if they had kept writing and if, you know, there was like a an actual fine end in a sense like or like mm-hmm. a finish line I think she would have probably died too yeah I mean I I, th- I was sure that's where it was heading I until the very end I, w- I was holding out hope that maybe things would turn around and she would mm. start to get better but clearly that wasn't happening and you know looking back it would have been a pretty major plot twist if she had just suddenly gotten better yeah. after I all mean, of that the only way 
I could see her getting better is if this like took place timeline of the show before the chip. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so they continue, they go back married. Yes. Maybe that's when Mulder fakes his death and she collapses and then it rolls into the chip situation. I like, like if, if I want to keep her alive, that's the path I have to go down. That's, uh, that's okay. the only path, realistically. Yeah. 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 Story-wise, just with the fic, I feel like she was going to die. Right. And I feel that's, it was almost a lesson in grief of Mulder mm -hmm. coming to terms with that mm -hmm. yeah we all want scully to live i yeah. mean no one wants to really kill her off no no but but it, it's beautifully written and it's i this is a beautiful way to write her off yeah <laughs> I, I i would have been okay if she had died yeah. um but obviously yeah like you said we don't want her to right it's not explicitly mm -hmm. stated but it is definitely implied mm -hmm. and i don't unless we go the route of um, what Kristen said. I don't see any way out for her, which I'm okay with and have come to terms in, with this specific story. I mean, really with all three of them, I, I was okay with the path of her dying in all three of the fix. Mm -hmm. They all worked. It wasn't like any of them. It was just a cheap shot to wrap things up or something like that. I do feel this one did it exceptionally well. Oh yes, this yeah. one definitely. Yeah. You know, I, I'm also I'm almost going to compare this story to um, Seraphim in terms of mm. grief and mm -hmm. acceptance. Mm -hmm. uh, and I definitely. don't cry at Fic a lot, but this one I had a hard time with. Mm -hmm. And Seraphim was a similar situation. Mm -hmm. um, this one I felt like well, this one was abundant in its grief. Um, mm -hmm. whereas I feel like in Seraphim, you had a little bit of, um, there was always a reprieve because it there, kept bouncing yeah. back and forth. Right. And yeah. Yeah. Right. It, the story was just told in a different way. And so you didn't have extreme angst throughout. Um, but there were moments in Seraphim where I wanted to cry and yeah, it was, that one was another one that was really hard to get through really mm -hmm. affected me emotionally. And this one, this one did even more so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. one, it felt like it didn't let up. Definitely. Yeah. No, this one, it, it kept coming. There was no, mm -hmm. which, you know, going along, if you're really living that situation, it's not going to let up. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I, the pacing did kind of fit what was going on very well. Yeah. And, and I found it the, the, oh yeah, here's like a great day. You'll have mm -hmm. a great day. You'll have mm -hmm. a day where you're not in pain or you're not having a nosebleed mm -hmm. or you're not doing this or doing that. And then you'll have literally the next day or the next two days or three days, just mm -hmm. you feel like shit, you know, yeah. and, and yeah. you don't want to do anything. And, and, oh, that, um, the chapter where he's like, oh, this is going to be a, you know, a bed day. This is going to, and then oh, right. he puts mm -hmm. it in the couch and then he pulls out the mattress and he pulls it out onto the porch yeah. and goes, he goes, I almost want, like, he goes, I don't care if we get, the, like, in his internally, I don't care if we lose the deposit. I almost want to break, mm -hmm. break stuff and then have the owner be like, okay, we'll just pay for it and stay here forever type of thing. Yeah. Um, but he pulls the, the mattress onto the porch and he puts the sheets back on and the pillows back on and they spend the day out on the porch. Because even though it's a bed day, he still wants her to see the ocean and hear the ocean and, and feel the sun and be outdoors. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a great, a great little moment there too. And I feel like with the the journey that Mulder goes through in this fic, we almost don't need to see how he would react 
when she dies because he almost throughout all these chapters he almost goes through it already right like he that he goes through the stages of like you know mm-hmm. disbelief mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff and then the acceptance and and moving on and living and um so we kind of almost see that happen already and don't need it to actually happen at the end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I, I don't know i i really like it it's yeah it's written so beautifully any final thoughts on this one uh no no yeah. the final comment was i think like 20 20 pages in i think my comment was why do we do this to ourselves <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, mean, I was like not even halfway through the first chapter i was literally i highlighted a section what did i even highlight um oh this was the one uh he goes though he hates her god for his horrors he won't go before her god without a ring right because he was so adamant about getting a ring and making it like official and everything and yeah i was like why do we do this to ourselves <laughs> Trevor's asked me that he's like you're sitting on the couch crying and reading what what why (laughs) I like you know you don't have to read this right (laughs) yeah I do I like stories that make me feel something though and that's it I mean and that you connect with yeah Yeah, that's true yes yeah yeah Yeah. because exactly it most of the fic you 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 really like and or it's like hot or it's you know whatever or but there aren't that many I shouldn't say there aren't that many but there's it's a select few that actually resonate with you and touch you in a way that you've either it's you've gone through it and it's you know really real or for whatever reason it just sticks with you and yeah I feel like this is one of them which is why we do it to ourselves. I feel like maybe there are two broad main genre of fix mm-hmm. where there's escapist, where it's mm-hmm. smut and fun, and yeah. this is mm-hmm. what we want. And then there is the realism, and this makes me feel something. And yeah. I, this makes me feel something. Mm-hmm. All right. And on a scale of, wasteland to oh. heart's desire what do we think oh. Kristen, I mean, this you, had, you, yeah. you had a reaction to that Kristen. what is it <laughs> oh i don't know i that's what i'm trying to think yeah this one's up there uh, i would mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'd go eight i would i would even i was gonna go nine because it's it i don't know it just it doesn't need anything else than what it is you know it doesn't need like you said the escapism part of it mm-hmm. it's, like i they had the sex scene it wasn't hot it wasn't you know in detail it wasn't graphic and mm-hmm. I was okay with that I didn't need that yeah like it you know so I feel like nothing was missing from this it was just other than maybe her death but <laughs> <laughs> maybe that would have given it a 10 but no oh, I'm sorry. wow <laughs> see and, and my first gut instinct was a 10 and then I was like do I mean that yeah do I want to say that but yeah I'll go with the 10 yeah yeah do it do it i've given tens yeah yeah Yeah. i'm probably gonna go with like an eight and a half um it's beautiful i guess it's it's hard to give a 10 sometimes it's beautiful i love it Mm -hmm. not not much of a plot i suppose but Mm -hmm. really worth the read oh yeah really worth very much so yeah yeah a hundred percent well, thanks everyone for listening. I hope yeah, you no. enjoyed our sullen chat today. <laughs> I 
mean, we were up here and then we got to this one and we got yeah. serious. Maybe we yeah. did it the wrong way. We should have flipped it. <laughs> we should have flipped it. Ended on a little more of a comedy high note. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like we ended on the stronger fic, but yeah. the yes. saddest of the yes. fic. So sad. Definitely the saddest yeah. because it's so the sad. most detailed. Yeah. You know? True. I mean, beautiful, but sad. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what we do. So. That's what it we is. do. Like we almost we broke ourselves. That's how we did. Yeah, we did. For real. This we one was rough. Broke. I mean, the amount of tears I shed recording sixty and sea glass blue. Oh, <laughs> I might have. I might have broken I myself how. a little bit. This is the part we Welcome to Dope Ass Rex from Audio Fanfic Podcast, where each week we give you a taste of some of the awesome fic we are currently reading and super excited about. Hey, this is Rachel, and this week my Dope Ass Rec reveals quite a bit of a pattern of mine. This week I am recommending um, Out of the Little Grove by Slippin' Mickey's. It is her new work in progress. It is about 6,700 words. Um, She's got four chapters posted, but it is an X-Files and His Dark Materials crossover, um, which is apparently something I'm obsessed with currently. In this fic, she has basically dropped um, Mulder and Scully into the world of Philip Pullman, where they are direct uh, detective inspectors for the Magisterium with a conscience, um, and they are sent off on a case file-ish, um, where they are supposed to be investigating some witches, and it's awesome, and it's incredibly descriptive, and it's it's cool to just see them in that time period, um, and in that, you know, in that whole world, which is just fantastical. There's feelings, and there's things like that, and there's one bed, and there's, you know, a hook that I'm not going to tell you about, but it is, um, it's super exciting, and she's, like, she's already got four chapters posted in the last week, um, so it's moving along, and I am thrilled to see where she takes it. So go check it out if that's your thing. Hey, Annie here, and my dope-ass fic pick is Mountain Man by AKA Jake. And holy cow, is it sexy. Uh, It's a historical AU. Mulder and Scully are back in, I believe, 1865. Mulder is a crazy mountain man, and Dr. Scully has just come from the East Coast to be a doctor in Montana uh, at her father's army base thingy uh, fort. I don't know. I don't know exactly what it's called. Anyway, um, of course, they meet and they are instantly attracted to each other, even though Scully is essentially betrothed to Skinner, uh, who she kind of is considering marrying, but she really doesn't want to. More than anything, she wants to practice medicine. And Skinner's kind of on board with that. He likes how independent she is. But, of course, the attraction to Mulder is too strong, and she has to nurse him back to health at a certain point. He also takes care of her. Uh, The UST is absolutely exquisite with exceptional RST. I 
highly, highly recommend it. Hi, this is Kristen, and my dope asterisk for this week is Waldron Island by Sister Spooky 1013. It's on AO3 and it's rated explicit. In this fic, Mulder and Scully are off the X-Files and they're having to deal with a lot of really undesirable cases that they don't want to deal with. And Mulder hears about this case on Waldron Island, which is in the Pacific Northwest, where people go and stay at this cabin and then really bad things happen to them. Um, They commit murder, they're killed, and Mulder talks Scully into going with him to investigate And Mulder and Scully go out and they visit this cabin on this really remote island and they start experiencing some of the same things that happened to these people before they committed these heinous crimes. And it's just such an interesting case file where, you know, they're trying to figure out how to break this curse and how to, you know, undo what's been done to them. And it's also really sexy and there's some really hot sexy scenes and it's just classic Mulder and Scully and it's just really well written And such, such an amazing case file. Uh, Sister Spooky knocked it out of the park, as she normally does. And I highly suggest you check out Waldron Island by Sister Spooky 1013 on AO3. If you like this and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there.